Hazel Nine Gardener, did you know that you can harvest year-round where you live? In the Wild Child Garden, we harvest beautiful vegetables and herbs 52 weeks a year. There's no need for cover crops, never a time when we can't plant something, and there's always room to add beauty. I'm Kelly Johnson, founder and creator of Wild Child Kitchen Gardens, and I'm going to show you how to turn your garden into a wild child garden on the Wild Child Kitchen Gardening Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode number 37, and today we are talking about alliums. Now, you may think of alliums and understand them better and know them as garlic and onions specifically. Now, of course, those aren't the only members of the alliums family, but let me tell you what. They're the only ones that matter in the wild child garden right now. They are. When I tell you, hands down, some of the easiest, set it and forget it, most bang for the buck veggies you will ever grow. I want you to carve out some space for these guys today because you are going to be blown away by their flavor, their beauty all winter, and their lack of needing just about anything from you. That's my kind of cold weather veggie. Today, we're going to dig into why I love growing them so much, why I think that they need to be in every single backyard garden, and we're going to debunk some myths about growing them in the South. You've probably heard a lot of people say you can't grow garlic in the South. Nonsense. Yes, you can. I do it every single year, and so do the hundreds of gardeners that I coach inside of the Wild Child Garden Club. I love growing garlic and onions, and today I hope to convince you to try them as well. So let's start with just sort of digging into why I love the darn thing so much. Y'all, I can tell you right now, whenever you grow garlic, first and foremost, let's let's just start with garlic, okay? When you grow garlic, you are going to find that its flavor is infinitely superior to anything in the grocery store, even what we call culinary garlic, which is a fancy, high-priced, very bougie garlic that you can get at some specialty stores. But more than that, it is so much more powerful. So when you grow your own garlic, a few things are going on. First, you have not used any sort of pesticide, chemical preservatives. You have not washed your garlic. You have done nothing like that. So when you harvest them next summer, you're going to just put them away, dirty as can be. And they're going to store for you for months and months and months. And the beauty of it is you're going to need about half as much that the recipe calls for because that is how much more intense the flavor is. It is literally, you can't even compare it. Now, garlic is super easy. It's not dramatic at all. It only requires a few things to really give you back a tremendous harvest. There are a couple things, though, that you want to know. And the first is that resist the urge to rush it. This is so important, and I'm talking about planting right now. Resist the urge to rush your planting. The nurseries are going to start carrying garlic in October, and I want you to think about it like this. Your nursery probably has them now. They may even be sold out at this point. Online nurseries will still have plenty, 
and you can actually grab my favorite varieties of garlic at a free download I have for you today at releaseyourinnerwildchild.com forward slash garlic and onions. If you go ahead and head there, I have a download for you waiting that is going to give you my favorite varieties of garlic and onion and where I love to buy them from. So head over there, download that. But the online nurseries are going to have plenty. You can still order from there. Um, Your local nurseries may be running out. That's because stock their garlic super, super early. And let me tell you the problem with that. It's still 80 degrees outside in the daytime. So if you go plant your garlic now, what you're going to find is it's going to sprout immediately. When it sprouts, now you have to deal with it all winter. The goal and what we try to do, and sometimes we're successful and sometimes we're not, depending on what our weather is, what we're trying to do is keep it underground for as long as we possibly can. This prevents us from having to do any sort of covering, any sort of real anything with it. So for that reason, we don't plant our garlic in the Wild Child Garden Club until Thanksgiving. That is sort of our, you know, big day where we say, hey, let's plant. And I want you to remember that. I want you to procrastinate your planting. Okay? Super important. And I also want you to procrastinate your picking. Just like we get in a rush, we hurry to the nursery, we buy the first heads of garlic that are available, and we bring them home and plant them way too early. We pick way too early too. Garlic has a life cycle, a process that it must go through in order to fully develop those cloves that you definitely want. Now, if you pick too early, you can certainly still use it. You're just going to have one giant clove instead of a bunch of different cloves inside of a bulb or a head. Now, for some of us, that's totally fine. And sometimes if the weather warms up, super fast or if we don't have a really cold winter, we're going to get that no matter what and we have to just deal with it. That's the price of living in the South. And listen, you don't mind it so much whenever you know that you're growing 52 weeks a year and you're harvesting 52 weeks a year too. It's a small price to pay, right? But if we can do ourselves as much favors as we can, then that means that we're going to have the best shot at the best garlic. So you're going to procrastinate your planting and you're going to procrastinate your picking. Your garlic is going to need to be in that ground all the way through summer. So that leads me to the next point I want to make here. And I want you to really consider where you plant your garlic. This is super important, guys. You do not want to throw your garlic into a full bed that come February, you're going to want to clean out so that you can put in tomatoes and cucumbers. You want to plant your garlic around the edges and in the corners. That way, it's going to work a double time for you. Number one, it's not going to take up any additional space in your spring vegetables. So whenever you remove all of your winter vegetable garden plants and you move into your spring plantings, you can leave your garlic right there in place. It's not in anybody's way. And it's going to provide an amazing hedge of pest protection for you. Garlic is super potent, very confusing to the little critters that are coming around to nibble on those leaves and on those baby fruit and lay their eggs. This is a fantastic natural way to proactively prevent pests. 
what you're essentially doing is sending them somewhere else. We're not disrupting the ecosystem that we have going on in our little backyard climate, but instead we're sending them along to another area where they will be much happier and our plants are all the better for it. So you're going to procrastinate your picking, you're going to procrastinate your planting, and you're going to be real, real careful about where you plant your garlic. Now the same thing is going to go for your onions. Onions are just as easy to grow. They are super adaptive to their environment. They're amazing little guys out in the garden. Again, they need very, very little from you if you know how to grow. And this is one of those things we always talk about. So often we say, oh, I've never been successful with garlic and onions before. Or, oh no, I can't grow garlic and onions. That just doesn't work for me. Or in my garden, they just don't grow. When really, chances are, you could have just been growing the wrong variety. Or maybe you just got a little overexcited and picked your garlic or your onions way too soon and ended up with something that didn't exactly meet your expectations. And so automatically we think it's us when really you just didn't have the education. That is the number one thing. And while we all believe we have black thumbs at some point in our life, you don't. You just need someone to show you the way. Just like with garlic, onions are super easy, but there are a few things you need to know to get the best harvest. So first, you're going to choose starts, not sets. Okay, this is the same issue as planting your garlic early. When you plant onion sets, what you're actually getting is an onion that's further along in their life cycle. What they look like is a dried up baby onion. That's actually what they are. They're way more mature. So as soon as they get into that soil, they're going to, again, sprout and be way more susceptible to bolting. Now, bolting is whenever plants go to seed or they go to flower. This is sort of the plant saying, oh, okay, it's the end of my life cycle. Check. I'm going to go ahead and set myself up for following generations. I'm going to drop my seed right here. That's what their DNA is programmed to do. The problem is we don't really want them to do that until we get an onion or garlic that's the size that we want. So often we plant these sets, which most likely is what your nursery is going to have, and then they bolt at the first warm day we have. Now, when they bolt, that's the end of their leaf production. Now, here's the trick. Onions are made in layers, right? They're layered vegetables. Every green leaf that you see above ground is a layer of an onion underground. Now, common sense will tell you the more leaves you got, the bigger your onion's going to be. So you don't want these guys bolting too soon, right? We're also going to make sure we choose the right varieties. So when we're choosing garlic, we want varieties that do well in the South. Those are going to be your soft neck varieties. Those varieties are truly heat tolerant. A hard neck variety is not heat tolerant at all. And it's going to be, again, susceptible to bolting. Well, with onions, we're going to choose short day varieties. 
Short day varieties are really the only onions we can grow here in South Louisiana successfully. Now, of course, you can experiment for sure, and you might get good results if we get a mild spring. But those short day varieties are going to be our preferred onions, all right? Even our longest summer days are not enough for the formation of the bulbs of long day onions. You don't even want to experiment with these. Remember, in an onion, bulb formation is controlled by day length and temperature. We just don't have the time between daylight hours getting longer here in the spring to it being too hot and the onions bolting, you see? So this is why we're going to choose short day varieties because they start forming earlier. And that means bigger onions for us. Did you know that you can grow awesome alliums like garlic and onions in your Zone 9 garden? You can, and they are some of the easiest vegetables you will grow all year. I'm going to teach you everything I know about how to grow these favorites in my on-demand class that's available right now. In Growing Awesome Alliums, I'm going to teach you how to prepare your soil, how to plant, how to tend, how to harvest, store, and enjoy these winter favorites. Get all the details at releaseyourinnerwildchild.com forward slash awesome alliums, and I'll see you inside. Have I convinced you to grow garlic and onions yet? They are so much fun, so easy. Set it and forget it. Love them so much. If you're not quite convinced yet, I want you to do something for me. Google where most garlic in America comes from. You will see with a quick little Google search that 60% of American garlic that's sold in our grocery stores actually comes from China. Then I want you to Google how is garlic grown in China? What you see is going to shock you. Garlic in China is grown in the sewage. I didn't make that up. That is real. Garlic in China is grown in sewer. Then, if that's not enough, it's bleached after it's harvested. Well, I mean, it should be if it's been grown in human waste. Thank goodness it's bleached. But do you know what that's doing to all the benefits that are contained in garlic? Let me give you just a few. Let me tell you a few. Garlic is undisputed for being one of the most powerful foods on the planet. Its ability to fight bacteria, viruses, fungi, even parasites is unparalleled. One study even found that alicin, which is an active ingredient found in both garlic and onions, was also effective against multi-drug resistant strains of E. coli. Garlic is a powerful antimicrobial. It is also a powerful immune booster. It will reduce your risk of heart disease. It's full of antioxidants and it is nutrient dense. There are so many vitamins and minerals packed into those little guys. Garlic is a superfood, but when we get it from the grocery store, it's been bleached, which means a lot of those properties have been taken away from it. You know what else has been taken away? The flavor. The bleaching removes a lot of the flavor and also the color. Garlic is usually not typically all just white. 
Garlic comes in shades of dark purple and red and striped and even black, all with its own nutritional benefit. We lose out on all of that diversity and all of that nutrition when we settle for garlic at the grocery store. And guys, it's too easy to grow in your backyard to purchase it from the grocery store. This is one of those vegetables that is a must grow for me and the gardeners I coach inside of the Wild Child Garden Club. I really want you to consider garlic and onions this season for so many reasons. But as a confidence booster, as a gardener, you just can't get better than garlic and onions. Now, in my class, Growing Awesome Alliums, we dig in deep to garlic and onions. You're going to get workbooks that show you exactly how and help you really work through planting and harvesting and doing all the great things that you're going to do with your garlic and onions. Also digs into shallots, green onions, and leeks. So we're not going to go into all of those guys today, but I do want to leave you with one powerful quick tip. If you want to just get started with something in the allium family, you don't really know where to start, you're feeling super intimidated, and garlic and onions just isn't in the cards for you this season, I encourage you to try green onions. Green onions are so simple, and all you're going to do is buy a bunch of organic green onions from the grocery store. You're going to cut the green off to where you're left with the bulb and the white stalk. You are going to use all of your green onions and then you're going to plant the bulbs. What you're going to find is that they're going to grow right back for you. And within probably a week, maybe a little more, you're going to have exactly that same amount of green onions. And in a couple months, you'll probably have twice that many. Once you do, just start dividing them right there in your garden, pulling part of them away from the bunch and planting it somewhere else. Plant these all over your garden because they're amazing pest deterrents. So good for pest control. Again, it's this very potent, very strong, intense odor that really confuses our pest. And you know, in the wild child garden, we are looking for less pest, fewer disease, no weeds. This is one of the ways that we do that. We absolutely have green onions in our entire garden, every bed. It's an excellent natural pest deterrent that does not disrupt the life cycle or ecosystem that we're trying to build in our soil. And I can tell you right now, you want these guys. This is a great first little introduction with your children into the garden. You can say, hey, can someone go run out and get mom three sprigs of green onions? It's something they can pick without even needing shears. They're very easy just to sort of tear off of the plant. And you can have them for your baked potatoes and all your dishes immediately. These can be interchanged for chives. You never need to buy green onions or chives seeds, y'all. Plant a bunch of green onions from the grocery store and be in love with them all season. You will never not have them in your garden again. They will defend themselves and make their own way against those big bully vegetables that we'll have growing in the winter season. They will last all through the spring. And in the late summer, they flower, creating this beautiful bulb that is absolutely gorgeous. The pollinators love them. 
and they will be a nice dark green, beautiful addition as you get your fall garden back underway. They're perennials. They last forever. Easy to divide. Green onions are where it's at, y'all. I'm telling you, the alliums family is about the easiest that it can get. You can't get easier than this. Love to have you join me in my class, Growing Awesome Alliums. You can get all of the information at releaseyourinnerwildchild.com forward slash growing awesome alliums. This class is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. We always, always have lots of people in this class. It's on demand and available right now. Thank you so much for joining and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me here today on the Wild Child Kitchen Gardening Podcast. I hope today's episode has inspired you to get outdoors and release your inner wild child. I know that when you do, you will heal your soul. Until next time, keep growing and find out more about Wild Child Kitchen Garden at www.releaseyourinnerwildchild.com. Thank you so much again for joining me and I will see you right back here next time.